Hi everyone, welcome. We have another author spotlight this week and we're really excited to be joined by Amber Withers. Welcome Amber. Thank you so much for having me guys. We're very excited. Now I must say um, just to start with before we even get into any of the questions like your website is so pretty. <laughs> it is. It's Thank so you. pretty. No, I'm like oh my god that is so aesthetically pleasing to me. I'm going to find so many pretty colors to put in your social posts. Yeah, it actually, um, it did not look like that at the start. I will admit I spent probably countless hours designing that and I made seven different versions before I decided wow. to stick with the more, I guess the fantasy style because that's, it looks really cool and I love how the yeah. books look like they're on a bookshelf, like in the different sections. Is just the floating bookshelves. And did you love when you hover over, over them, they show you different things? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. I'm, and I was thinking to myself, like, you know, because we have a website and we know how much effort went into designing ours and <laughs> it doesn't have any of those fancy functions. And Come so on now, I'm, I'm not wow. a tech person, okay? You're lucky I even got the website. No, like I'm not saying that, I'm saying... <laughs> We, we're very impressed with our website, but like it took back ages to do it. And like, I can't imagine how long that would have taken to develop. So anyway, guys, before we go into anything, go and head over to Amber's website just to check it out because it's so pretty. So that's what I had to start with. Now, how about we just start with a little bit about you, how you got into writing and what you write? Sure. Uh, so funnily enough, my obsession with writing came from an early obsession with reading. Um, when I was a lot younger, my mother, she read to me all the time, like a lot. Every single tiny kid's book that she could find, she read it to me. <laughs> and it got to the point where I was like, no, nah, mom, I got this. I got this. This is I'll read for now. And then I started getting bigger books, more advanced books. And here's just me like, yes, read everything. Um, <laughs> and then when I turned eight, I was like, you know what? I really want to read that this kind of story, but I don't know how to find something when you're like that age. And it's only like year 2000 something or whatever. And it's like, how do you internet? I don't know how to internet yet. I'm only a kid. So I decided to open up a like a PowerPoint document and started writing my own story because I was like, let's just do this. And I'll I add, mean, yeah, I was like, let's add random photos from the internet. Do you know what? It was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan fiction, technically, if you think <laughs> about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> and um, then I decided, oh, you know what? I, I saw, and I really shouldn't have, I saw these vampire movies on TV that my dad was watching. And obviously they were probably a little bit too old for me, but I decided that I really liked vampires. So I decided to write a little vampire story and it ended up getting close to 40,000 words. And that's oh pretty God. ambitious for an eight to nine year old at that time. Yeah. Um, I mean, then any type of writing is ambitious really, <laughs> but you know, 40,000 words. <laughs> Yeah. yeah and um then I changed I didn't finish it I sort of like left it with about maybe two or three chapters not really closing it because I thought if I closed it it means that you know that's the end of the story and I didn't know how to end it at that time so by the time I was probably about 10 10 11 I started writing another one which was more like a Harry Potter mix but a Sherlock Holmes murder mystery story um <laughs> I'm just loving your imagination at this age. Like, it's not like your standard 
child's imagination. <laughs> You're no. like, I'm going for the murder mystery. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was entertaining as, and that was just me spying on my parents watching Dexter when they thought I was asleep. Like that was <laughs> me as a kid. Um, <laughs> but I ended up writing that story and that one got to more like 50,000 words. So I was like, you know what? Wattpad became a thing that was really hip. So I was like, I'm going to put it on there. And to my absolute surprise, um, it got over 50,000 reads and recommendations. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. For a story that was riddled with mistakes and plot holes, in my opinion. Um, And then a few years ago, I decided, you know what? I've written so many stories, but I'm not doing anything with them. I write them just for the love of it. I love doing it. So that's when I decided, you know what? I'm going to redo all of them, add my fix up all the plot holes that were very obvious um and even the one that I wrote when I was eight I still went back and I added another like 20,000 words and fixed it up and made it into a story and that was the first one I published Bound by Blood That's followed awesome. by Winter's Academy which was the one I wrote when I was 12. They're not anything like when I what the original writing was but I promise <laughs> you that because there's talk about VCRs and um recording on these flip phones and all sorts of things that were in there and I was like yeah I need to change this like USB or Bluetooth something or I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah so that's I mean my genre as you might have guessed is quite paranormal fantasy um I don't like to stick to I guess um saying oh it's high fantasy or low fantasy or I only write particularly romance or something like that I mean I've got everything from paranormal romances to I don't even know what you would call this. It's kind of like X-Men, but there's just serial killers everywhere. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just loving this, like, you know, crossover. So diverse. It is, and I love it. I love it. I don't know how else to explain my books to someone, and I find that if you just give them a really snap punchline or something that's very familiar to them, they'll just be like, oh, yeah. You can relate straight away. You're like, yeah, cool. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Straight up, I can just, uh, in my mind right now, I've just gone to Wolverine just like, you know, fully carving all these people up with his fingers. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) pretty close, yeah. Um, Except my my Wolverine's a girl. Um, Awesome. Yeah. um, Yeah. But the actual book is written from a guy's perspective, but it's about the girl. So I love love that. Yeah, you don't Mm. find that often. You either find the dual point of view or it starts like they'll do the girl point of view and then they'll rewrite it Mm. later from the boys. Yeah. I love that difference. That's great. I I wanted, because he, like usually when it's the main protagonist, that's the person that either gets the powers or gets the thing or does something and suddenly miraculously they save the world or whatever the case may be. I'm like, nah, my main character doesn't have to do shit. They could just be stupid and they could just be observing somebody else doing it. Yeah. (laughs) So that's what I did. (laughs) Fantastic. I love it. Um, How many, how many, oh, sorry. (laughs) How many, how many books have you um, published to date? Um, published would be five, but it will be seven by the, uh, 31st of October. Yeah. So it is apt obviously to release on Halloween. Yes. Um, and we're releasing two books. One is a collaboration that you have with Samantha Barrett, which we've obviously had Samantha on before and she is lovely. Um, so you were chatting about it just before we got on here. So tell us about it and how it came about. Yes. So that one is a paranormal adult romance. I do emphasize adult 
um, because none of my other books are for adults only. Um, yep. Most of them can be read by pretty much anyone. Uh, it came because Sam and I were chatting. We sort of realized we had very similar personalities and we're just like, you know what would be fun? If we wrote a book from two different characters' perspectives, but you wrote a chapter, then I wrote a chapter, and we didn't really actually know where it was going. Um, so that's kind of how it started. And then it was like, okay, we sort of need to somewhat plot this because <laughs> it, was getting, it was getting a little out of hand and our ideas kept just spitting out at us. And we're just like, oh no, that's not first book material. That's more like third book material. And then she's just like, you know what? We could add this in the second book. I'm just like, did you just say second and third book? We haven't even finished the first one yet. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so that is, uh, we wanted to release it on Halloween because there is a very Halloween theme to it. Um, the end of the story ends on Halloween night. I won't necessarily mention why, um, but it is about witches returning to Salem for the first time in a very long time because at the moment Salem is run by wolves or at least you know pack shifters that kind of thing um, and they don't like each other um, so the fact that there's witches back in Salem for a reason that I won't mention um, it's an intriguing I kind of like to think of it almost as like a Romeo and Juliet you know the wolf guy and the female witch in, in sort of like a haters to lovers situation Awesome. Yeah, our, our hater bits are actually the most fun to write because we decided that the girl would be nothing but super sassy and the guy Obviously. would be, and the, yeah, she's a redhead, she has to be, um, and the guy would be kind of like, she, Samantha kind of described this as the asshole turned good guy kind of thing. So he's like, oh, I'm the alpha male and I can do whatever I want, <laughs> that kind of thing. I was like, yeah, we can fix that. <laughs> So is it going to be a series then? You know what? We've, we've, we've finished plotting the second book, so it's going to have to be. Hey? <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I was telling Sam about these ideas. And I'm just like, you know what? Let's throw this in there and this in there. And, I'm, and then she's like, how are we going to fit that in the second? No, not second book. That's going to be a third book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it no choice <laughs> because before we got on Amber was telling me that they wrote that they wrote it in two weeks the book between them so yeah we were that excited about the book that we just kept hammering through it um it came to the point where I was just writing like little snapshots at the beginning of each of the titles so that we sort of knew where we were going so we just filled in the blanks in between afterwards so we just kept the story going add the little bits in the middle and just hope for the best <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome okay and what about the one the book of yours that you're publishing or that you're releasing on the 31st yes so that is my x-men full of serial killers one wow. um so in that kind of world everyone knows just like in x-men everyone knows there are they're not mutants in my world they're kind of like just people that obtain abilities um, and you obtain the ability by one having a certain gene but also two um, when you experience or go through something that is just completely abnormal to your personality so my main character becomes an abnormal in the first couple of chapters because um, prior to him having an outburst where he's protective and strong and courageous he's super shy and awkward and doesn't pursue anything so he had a complete personality snap in which case his powers were activated um 
But in this situation, there is someone hunting down people with those abilities and it's someone with those abilities himself. Um, but the book is called Mimic because there's also not just the serial killers that are the problem, it's also the government that's trying to find all these people, um, use their powers, you know, military nonsense and all that. I've got no idea where I came up with any of that. I'm not into it, but oh well. <laughs> um, just, just made it up. That's what you do, right? Yeah. Um, so in the story, it's mostly actually about how they try to find more like themselves so the girl and the guy try to find others and the guy has a best friend that's his quirky I'm actually the genius but I act like an idiot kind of person um and yeah it was just a fun put together which I decided was going to originally be a standalone but then I got the book and I saw how pretty it was and I got it in a dust jacket as well. And I was like, you know what? It needs an accompaniment. It needs to have something else. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I left the ending a little open. It's still technically, you can count it as closed if you wanted to, but I still, I don't like to leave my books too open at the end, uh, just in case, you know, maybe I end up writing another dozen books in between. Everyone's like, what happened? Where's the book? <laughs> Where's the next one? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, I'm really excited for it coming out. It's one of my prettier covers. And since you guys are on thing with me, I'm going to show you. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. Yes, I'm really excited for it. Um, but yeah, no, that's um, that's coming out on the 31st. And then I'll have some others coming out later in the year. <laughs> oh my goodness, you have been very busy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a, like it's good, um, I guess, to leave them a little bit open because I suppose if you ever do want to come back to that story if you get inspiration later on you can quite easily just continue oh, it on absolutely so, yeah absolutely I like that yeah it ended up actually being a book I wrote half wrote a few years ago and then just benched it and then I forgot all about it I didn't I, gone just gone and I was surfing through my files and I found it and then I read it but as I'm reading it back I'm like who wrote this? Was this me? Like, it just confused me because I was like, I don't remember writing this, but it's good. <laughs> I quite like it. Yeah, You're it's amazing, good. girl. I can do this. <laughs> I was like, I only need about 20,000 more words and it's done. Oh, that's awesome. It's always like when you like are doing the washing and you find like 10 bucks in your pocket. You're like, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, this was more like 50 bucks for me. It was like the big shots. Oh, wow. <laughs> I love that. Okay. So a few fun questions. Sure. What is your favorite color? I, hmm. So I like to say blue normally, but my favorite color is lilac. Um, but I just wear a lot of blue. <laughs> So am I going to go lilac and blue or are we just going to stick with the lilac then? I'll just go red then. No, I'm kidding. Um, lilac. We'll go lilac. <laughs> I was like, whoa, curveball. I know. Plot twist. <laughs> well, I'm used to those. <laughs> oh, um, okay. Do you have a favourite riding snack or drink? I mean, I'm supposed to say no because I'm a very healthy person, but it's Coke oh, and Pringles. Right. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Right. Yeah, that's right. Keep going to the gym and stuff. So we hopefully your colleagues don't listen. To 
no, it, it is it is definitely a glass of Coke with some Pringles. That's like my go-to. I used to be um, very heavily into video games, especially with some guys overseas. So I was always up really late or first thing in the morning just to play with them. And I literally lived my school holidays on Coke and Pringles. It was terrible, but it was very fun. <laughs> I mean, it sounds amazing to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny actually though, because when I'm editing the, the podcast, I, I love to have like a Pepsi and some like chips as well just to smack on it. I like how your your um hand just then kind of kind of looked like you were dunking the chips in the coat. I I mean I do it all the time. Like you gotta have the caffeine and then the salty, you know, yeah. I mean exactly the salty goodness. Mm. I mean if you don't eat enough salt, not enough soak salt goes into your books. So true. Exactly. Yeah it's good sassiness that comes out of that. And and you also get really bad cramping. For exercise. It's a win-win all around. (laughs) If you were a chair, which celebrity would you like to sit in you? (laughs) (laughs) That's a very interesting way I've heard that question. (laughs) Um huh. You know what? I'm gonna have to say Benedict Cumberpatch. (sighs) Yes. I'm gonna have to. Just oh my god, I, I could stare at pictures of him all day. I know <laughs> the things he does with his hands with those shields and things. <laughs> yes. Oh, I was thinking more like Sherlock Holmes, actually. Oh, <laughs> Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I really liked him when he was playing that version of Sherlock. It was really good. Mm, yes, definitely. Okay. If you were a potato, how would you like to be cooked? into hot chips please yes Yes. really salty chips oh so good in duck fat duck fat is really good to cook chips in did someone say this last week somebody um, literally said this to me i can't remember who um i I think maybe were we talking about i think we were talking about it because we were saying like roast potatoes in duck fat yes really good it's very good Mm mm-hmm what supernatural power would you like to have? I mean, that's always been a tough question. And every time I think about it, I change my answer. Um, but I do think just being able to pause time is just perfect because one, I'm a writer, I need more time. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then I can just pause time, go to sleep for eight hours and wake back up and start time over again. It's yeah, perfect. So um, good. Yeah, well, I'd love that one. That would be just perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I'm there with that. <laughs> for sure. And do you have a favorite TV show or movie? Or both? Or both. Um, so my movie preferences are very different to my series preferences. Mm-hmm. Um, my movie preferences are much more childish. Like, for example, I love How to Train Your Dragon. I love the Disney movies, that kind of thing. But my series, but my series are just more like Dexter and Lucifer and Criminal Minds and anything dark and dangerous and gloomy is just like, yes, give me more of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I take the best of both. <laughs> you got to have that balance. You yes. It's the, it. it's the perfect balance of like watching Dexter cut somebody up and then seeing a dragon fly up into the sky. Yeah. <laughs> and now we know like how she comes up with these books. 
yeah. oh that's nothing you should wait to this next one I just couldn't believe that it just popped into my head because I found a keychain that like had a funny shape and then an entire book idea popped into my head wow I mean and I wish my imagination was that good <laughs> That's nothing. I, I started a three book series for a light fantasy because a bird swooped at me. <laughs> I mean, I guess, you know, at that point that you should be a writer. <laughs> <laughs> was it a magpie? Because I could see like where it was a magpie. Yeah. Probably deadly. I'm going to say they have been, they've actually have swooped and killed people. So we did have a, a magpie here that did terrorize the local supermarket it so actually did it had to be news. it had to be taken out they had to do an order to take it out <laughs> it like it like took out like it was injuring people's eyes like people were having yeah. to get like I thought you were about to say took out your eyebrow just then because you were like <laughs> no it was like poking people in the eye and people were having to have eye surgeries and everything oh, no. really like, aggressive it was an wow. aggressive magpie that really did not want people going soup to the supermarket so <laughs> maybe it was preemptive. no Pringles for you no supermarkets so I think you know I can see why you would get an inspiration from that <laughs> Lots of stories, definitely. Involved. Yeah, but it was just because it was literally it was just a case of I looked up, it was sunny, and I couldn't see through my fingers, but I knew there was a bird coming down at me. So I had this like vision of like a fantasy style alleyway where the girl is like looking up and the person that's come to rescue her sort of like just like comes down from the roof and she only really sees a bit of a shadow before she's rescued kind of thing and it's like yep third chapter in the book done <laughs> and then did you survive the bird sweeping though out of all <laughs> no, I did, I did. no no I think I was just like wrong place wrong time and I was just walking to lunch with the rest of the crew and it just like happened to go straight past us and I was like oh, okay yep <laughs> well that's nothing we've got these giant crows they don't they will come right up to you but they won't do anything but none of like most of my co-workers seem to be afraid of birds and there was one sitting on the fence literally is probably not very far at all and I'm walking past I'm like sup mate and I keep walking and then I turn around notice some of my co-workers are still behind me I'm just like hey my guys want to say hi to my friend over there and as they look up the birds like right in their face and they jump so far they went the other way and hit the tree <laughs> very funny very funny I mean it's a bit creepy like a giant bird just sitting there staring at you like they're bigger they're so much bigger up close yeah they're like the size of a small cat they're crows are creepy most cats are bigger than my dog and they make that creepy sound and generally like they sit in little groups as well they're like what do they call them and they they, a murder of crows aren't they yeah see exactly so (laughs) ominous yes oh that's an interesting idea (laughs) <laughs> and just like that guys we've inspired a book so we we do like to have some input <laughs> so we like to inspire ideas <laughs> great idea though I'm thinking like can you imagine and this is what I got from that you ready for this yes ready. all right all right now it's a group of friends and they do have the capability to turn into crows basically yeah. now 
this this group of friends is like the nerdy picked on kids and they decide one terrible night that they're going to get back at all the bullies and i'm just like but as crows that could like be very good or very devastating i just see them in like with big black wings and stuff like oh yeah i love it yeah i could work with that Uh, release date. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, 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 I have like, really trying to be part of somebody's um, like what are they called? Dedication. Dedication. Yeah, we really want to be a part of somebody's dedication in their novel. Like we've pushed, we've told a lot of authors. Nobody's taken us up on the offer yet. But if you, you what? Feel... I will write this because I actually like the idea, and you're in it. You're oh so in there. Absolutely, oh you're God. in it. That's just like. It. Yeah, you've made I, it. I'm so look, doing you, this. It sounds really good. If you want to turn me into a character, I don't even, like, that's cool. I, I don't, I don't <laughs> even have to be the to main be one. Like a crow shifter. Just you saying. can, a crow shifter, yes. Or nice. I could be one of the ones that gets murdered. I'm cool with it. <laughs> I'm not, I, I'm cool with just being anyone. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was thinking that when these kids turn into crows, you know, the downside to this is when they go attack the bullies, what if one of the bullies throws a rock at them and they do die? So oh. one of them has to go. Oh, oh shit. Okay, yeah. yeah. I know yeah. And we know who just volunteered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I nominate his tribute. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, uh, I'm loving this. Odds forever in your favour. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> Yes. No, I've I've still got like three other things to finish before the end of the year and get them out. So <laughs> that's still, that's on the list. I'll write so it down. What you're gonna have to do is go through a major change in your personality so that you can trigger your powers of being able to pause time. Uh, then you'll be fine. You yeah. can write as many books as you want at that stage. So just saying. <laughs> oh, gonna need to at some point. Hey. <laughs> now you have been. Um, well, our listeners are very lucky because you are going to provide them with a promo code which they can use to download a book of yours for half price. Yes, that's correct. Perfect. So do you have that promo code handy or how I do, do we go? I yes. do. Um, so it's slide pages 666. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, I love that. it. <laughs> I love Sorry. it. I throw that in there. They're a part of a promo code now as well. I'm sorry, but I really feel like we've like really stepped up our game with this episode. And uh, Amber, is that just on your website? That's well? right. Yeah. yeah. So just pop whatever eBooks into the cart and it'll ask for a promo code. So slide pages 666 will get everything in their half price. That is awesome. Thank you so much. That I'm sure they will really appreciate that. And at the same time, they'll get to check out your super pretty website as well. <laughs> um, but yes, thank you so much for joining us today. We've had a blast chatting to you. Um, and we can't wait to see all of the new releases to come. Oh, thank you so much. And thanks for having me. Thanks, Amber. <laughs>